0: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, DBTPFL. It's Wednesday. It's September 16th. It's 2020. We have nine baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. I was initially and originally recording with Genie for 07 Grant. And um, my wonderful internet went out and uh, did not come back online until this morning. So um, appreciate Grant getting through the first game with me. Uh, but going to be recording solo today to get it up and get it out here in the morning. So uh, we'll have the football podcast with me and Grant later today. Um, so again, like if you want uh, any questions for the morning grind football game, I've had a couple come in that I like and um, we'll use those for sure. So if you have any um, that you'd like to see us kind of answer or, or play the morning grind game with, make sure you send them to me on Twitter at Stevie TPFL. Let's get into this nine game slate it's an interesting little slate here. Um, we have some low totals. It doesn't look like we have too much weather concerns and stuff like that. So that's obviously always a good thing. So, um, it's really, it's, it's really interesting for me to, um, be be recording in the morning. Like this is when I do a lot of my like deep diving research for baseball. So, um, you know, it's definitely interesting to be recording in the morning, then um, at night, and um, hopefully I can fix my pitching woes. Like, I've been crushing hitters lately, and my pitchers have just been crushing me. So, hoping to change that here today, and, um, you know, let's get it started off with the Mets and the Phillies. It's a seven and a half total. Jacob DeGrom against Zach Wheeler. DeGrom's a 143 favorite here. We'll start with him. Um, What a season he's having. 37.8% strikeout rate, 2.54 XFIP. JT is banged up. Hoskins is out. This is not your same typical Phillies lineup. Bryce Harper's the only one in this lineup with a nice over 200 against right-handed pitching this season. This is the I'm playing DeGrom at the top spot, um, you know, and just kind of locking him in. So, Really like Jacob DeGrom here. I think he is the best pitcher on the slates and um, don't really love the Phillies in this one. Zach Wheeler on the other side, Wheeler's having a good season, you know, 3.65 XFIP. He's had the ISO under one fifteen to both sides of the plates. My biggest concern with him is like, he just isn't striking guys out, you know, 17.6% K rate on the season and under 19% to lefties and righties. So, I don't think you could pay this price tag for Wheeler today. Um, He's just kind of expensive in this one. So I'm going to probably pass on him here at 9K. Um, As far as like the New York bats go, I want power lefties against Zach Wheeler. Um, You know, so like Conforto, Dom Smith. I don't even hate like Cano. Um, You know, for me... I think those are the guys that I want to target. I don't think I would stack the Mets in this one. Um, Just overall, like, you know, Dom Smith has a 330 ISO against right-handed pitching. This ballpark is great for left-handed power bats. So, like, he is a fantastic one-off here. Um, It's just you're going to have to kind of pay for him at 4,600. So that's, like, my only concern when looking at him in this one. Um, moving on here, we got the Blue Jays and the Yankees eight and a half, t- eight and a half total. Tanner Rorick against Garrett Cole. Um, Cole a two seventy-two favorite here. Um, big favorite for Garrett Cole. Tanner Rorick, um, I don't like Rorick here. You know, Stanton's back um from the I. L. Judge is getting close, this lineup's getting healthier. Um, so When you're looking at Rorick, he struggles with right-handed power bats, 502 Woba, 406 ISO with a 13% K rate and a 40% hard hit rate against right-handed batters. And LeMahieu, Voight, Frazier, Torres, Ursula. There's just so many righties in this lineup overall that it's really hard to trust the spot for Rorick. Um, And then on the other side, like Garrett Cole – he is an excellent pivot off of Jacob DeGrom overall. Um, I still like DeGrom more than I like Cole here, even though Cole's a massive favorite. So I do think Cole is someone you can play as a pivot um, from Jacob DeGrom in tournaments. But in cash games, for me, uh, I'm playing DeGrom. If you can make both of them fit, I completely understand wanting to get both of them in there. Um, but, uh, you're going to, I'm telling you right now, you're going to have a tough time, um, you know, trying to make that work. Um, let's talk bats here. We'll start with the blue Jays. I don't really love anything here. Um, you can always kind of, you know, chase, um, a home run against a, a guy like Garrett Cole, um. You know, he finally, finally, like, kind of got the home runs down last game, you know, and that's why, like, he had a dominant performance. So, when he has games like that, um, is when he has, like, his ceiling. I don't think I would target one offs here. Biggio and Bichette would be the guys, but they're so expensive. It's hard to target them as, like, expensive one offs when a lot of the pitching I want to play today is pay up for. Um, I like the Yankees a lot in this spot. Like I was talking about, um, you know, Rourke is a guy that has struggled right in power bats. So I like any of these like power righties here. I love Luke Voigt. He's one of my favorite plays on the entire slate. Um, 298 ISO, 383 Woba against righties this season. And like the guy just doesn't hit the ball soft. Like he has a, a 13% soft contact rate this season. So I really like him. I really like Frazier as well. I think Frazier is an excellent play um, for tournaments. So those are the guys that I'm kind of looking at here on the Yankees. But I think the stack is very viable here. Uh, moving on, we got the Royals and the Tigers. We got Singer and Scoble. Um, nine total. Singer is a slight favorite here. Um, you know, start with uh, Brady Singer. He's been decent. Um again like my biggest concern with him is just like getting overall you know strikeouts in this matchup but like the the tigers obviously help with that he's 6200 he's one of the cheap bat pitchers that i think that like you can actually play on this slate um you know coming off of probably his best start as a pro um pitched absolutely fantastic in that game you look at detroit's lineup up and down um only one guy with a strikeout rate under 20% um they do have some guys with ISOs over 190, but overall this is a great matchup. This team doesn't walk a lot, so like if you want to pay down on on Brady Singer, um, I, I think he is definitely someone you can look at here. I'm am definitely like considering him with like pairing him with Degrom. Um, in cash games, I, I think you probably want to go like probably like Bundy against Arizona, but I think Singer's in play. For tournaments. Um Scoble on the other side here. Like it's a lefty and like he just struggles with righties. This lineup is probably gonna be like eight righties. Um, we don't expect him to go too deep. He hasn't thrown over 80 pitches yet this season. So you know, you look at his numbers. 406 swoba, 294 ISO, average exit velocity over 95. Um, decent strikeout stuff, but fly ball pitcher, a lot of hard contact, misses hardly bats. So um, he struggles against righties big time. So I'm gonna I'm gonna probably pass on Scoble here. Um as far as like the Kansas City hitters go, like I like Whit Maryfield. I hate the price tag. Um I like Mondesi. Mondesi's back up into that two hole. He's starting to finally come come alive here. He's thirty nine hundred. He's the guy that I really like here. Um Hunter Dozier is another one that I really like at 4K. Um I think he is very much in play here. Um, It'd just be interesting to see like if any of these like right-handed power bats crack the lineup. Um, Some of them are super cheap. Um, Yeah. Like I don't think we'll see any of these guys Franco. Maybe I I guess Franco will be in there. Um, Perez is so expensive as a catcher. I don't think you'll end up using him, but I like Hunter Dozier um I like Mondesi. I like Whit Merrifield. If you go like a four man, um Oliverius is someone that is 2100 if he cracks the lineup. Um he's shown a little bit of upside against left-handed pitching this season. So if he cracks the lineup, he's in play um against the lefty here. But if they bring in a righty, um yeah, he gets a huge downgrade, so. Um Detroit bats probably going to pass on them here. If I was going to take shots on anybody, it would be Castro or Candelario. Um, That's really the only two guys that I have any kind of interest in Atlanta and Baltimore, 10 total Cole Hamels, Keegan Aiken Um, Hamels is a one seventy-seven favorite here. You know, just this game is the, this series has been so flip flop. Um, You know, Hamels is going to be making his debut um, for the season. So I don't think you could, necessarily play him in this one we just don't know how far he's gonna go um or any of these things um 7800 is a decent price but we just don't know um like he probably goes like three or four innings here he did he I don't think he goes like five six seven innings here I think they're gonna be pretty careful with Cole Hamels they have a lot of pitching injuries this season so I don't see them pushing Cole Hamels here um Aiken on the other side you know He's a lefty. He has shown strikeout ability. Like, his K stuff is really decent. Um, but this is this is just not the spot for me on Keegan Aiken. I know he's had some good games. I prefer, like, Singer if I'm going to go in this range. Um, I, I just – I don't think I go to Aiken here. But I could see, like, the argument. Um, as far as, like, the Atlanta bats go, I love Ozuna in this spot. He's absolutely crushed left-handed pitching this season. Adam Duvall as well. Um, like these guys have a 5.68 implied team total, which is one of the higher ones on the slate. So Duvall at 4,300 is fantastic. Um, you know, Ozuna even under 5K is great. I think if Austin Riley cracks the lineup, he has shown power against lefties in the past. Um, so like, if we look back to the start of 2019, um, you know, Darno is good, Acuna is good, Albies is good against lefties. So this is one of the better teams last season against left-handed pitching. They just don't have a lot of um, at-bats against lefties this year, so it's really tough to kind of gauge the numbers. Um, as far as, like, the Baltimore bats go, I always like Severino, um, Alberto against right-handed pitching, um, or left-handed pitching, sorry. It's just like Nunez is interesting. Mount Castle's interesting at their prices. Um, like Alberto's thirty nine hundred, which is not the worst. Severino's thirty eight hundred, which is not the worst. Um, Patty V is 2,400. He is someone that's super interesting if he cracks the lineup. He has seven home runs on the season. I don't think people realize like just how hard he's been hitting the ball this year. So um like if he cracks the lineup he's someone that I don't hate taking a shot on um but overall like outside of maybe like one offs here I'm not going to go too crazy I do respect Cole Hamels enough um you know like Cole Hamels biggest struggle is usually like right-handed power bats um gives up a ton of hard contact but you know he he was pitching pretty decent last season so um it's kind of it for me on the Baltimore side. Moving on, we got the Twins and the White Sox. Jake Odorizzi against Lucas Giolito. Giolito's a 150 favorite here. Um, As far as, like, Jake Odorizzi goes, <sighs> there's a little bit of upside, right? Like, the White Sox are always a boom-bust team. Jake Odorizzi's been re- kind of reverse splits, like, throughout his career and, like, you know, you look at the White Sox and, you know, their power comes from righties, Abreu, Jimenez, uh, E5. So, like, you obviously are a little concerned about that. Um, you know, Odorizzi's coming off the I.L. So, I just think, like, even even with it not being that much on the I.L., I, I just don't think you could play Odorizzi at 8K in this one. So, um, and then Lucas Giolito, like the twins have been very hit or miss. Um, so like if you want to take a shot on Lucas Giolito in tournaments, I don't hate it. Um, I think he has a ceiling here, but he also has like a little, like a very small floor just in general. Um, because of the matchup, like we're looking at Donaldson, Kepler, Cruz, Rosario, Sano, um, you know. A lot of these guys have ISOs over 250. So, you know, overall, like, this is a – you could take a shot on Giolito. If you're playing some Giolito, you do the old-fashioned, good old-fashioned morning grind hedge stack, and uh, you get some twin stacks out there as well. Um, so, that's kind of how I would look at this one. I don't think you play one off here. I think you stack the twins or play Giolito or just fade it both ways and hope it's a low-scoring game. As far as the White Sox go, I I like Abreu a lot. I like Jimenez a lot. Like, this is a – Oda Rizzi's been reverse splits for years. Um, So, I don't mind targeting some of these power righties. Um, Abreu's 52 and Jimenez is 53. So, like, the price is the biggest concern when looking at these guys. Um, You know, are you going to have enough to fit him in? Are you playing a cheap SP2? Maybe so – It sure was nice seeing the teams back out on the gridiron over the weekend. Lucky for us, that was just week one. There is no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one day fantasy sports. To add to this week's excitement, DraftKings has millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs. If you haven't tried DraftKings yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. Draft your lineup now and feel the sweat like never before. Every run, pass, and catch means more with DraftKings. It's simple just pick your lineup. Stay under the salary cap and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching the game quite like having a shot at millions of dollars in prizes. DraftKings has paid out billions of dollars to winners since 2012, so they know a thing or two about cold, hard cash. Download the DraftKings app now and use code GRIND. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. Don't miss out on Week 2 action. Enter code GRIND to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code GRIND only at DraftKings. Make it rain. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Texas at Houston. Kyle Gibson against Lance McCullers. Eight and a half total here. McCullers at 246 favorite. Um, let's start here with uh, Kyle Gibson. You know, Kyle Gibson is a guy that, like, last year we used a little bit and, like, he was okay. This just hasn't been the same guy. Um, You know, last year we looked at, like, a 385 XFIP with a 22.5% K rate. This year we're looking at a 4.73 XFIP with a 19.5% K rate and a 10% walk rate. He has WOBA over 370 to both sides of the plate, ISO to over 200 to both sides of the plate. Strikeout rates, decent against righties. It's been way down against lefties. The walk rate is up against both. The hard hit rate is up against both. The soft contact rate is down. Um, So like Kyle Gibson is someone I'm going to stay away from in this spot. Lance McCullers. um, Usually I would really like this spot. I just, I worry about like how deep he'll go here. you know, dealt with that neck injury, left the game against the angels um, early um I don't know. I I think he might go like 80 plus pitches here and if you get 80 plus against Texas like he has the upside at 7500 I'm recording um and projected ownership is not out yet. So I want to see like what we're looking at ownership wise on McCullers if he's going to be really low owned I'll take some shots. Like Texas is a beatable offense. They strike out a ton. So if he's going to be low on, I think we, we have to look at him in tournaments. Um, if he's going to be popular, there's too much variance to this one to like play a popular Lance McCullers. So he is definitely going to be one of those guys. I'm looking at ownership um, as far as like the Texas bats go. Odor has a 283 ISO and small sample size against right-handed pitching this season. Um, If I was stacking Texas, it'd be the bottom of the order. Odor, Guzman, um, Tejada, all under 3K, little three-man stack. Um, But that's where a lot of the powers come from. A lot of strikeouts, but a lot of power as well. So, like, that's where I would be looking at, um, you know, if I was going to stack Texas in this one. And they're on the road, so it's not crazy to stack the bottom of the order. Um, as far as Houston goes, Brantley, obviously, Tucker, obviously, um, you know, left-handed power bats against Gibson. I guess we can't really say Br- Brantley is a power bat, but um Brantley's 3,300. He's going to be very popular in cash games. I would expect Jose Altuve to be pretty popular in cash games. I know... He hasn't had like the best season, but the fact that he's thirty four hundred in this matchup, I think he'll be somewhat popular. Um, they're cheap. Houston's cheap. Houston is a cheap stack. You can look at on this slate and still get like Degrom and a good pitcher. So um, I definitely like Houston here. They have an f- implied total over five. Um, so they're they're a team to look at in tournaments for sure and in cash games like like i said brantley's so cheap um altuve so cheap uh moving on we got the indians and the cubs to finish us out um in this one i think no that can't be the last no that's not the last game um missing a game um the san francisco seattle game as well the game i'm missing so um anyway sorry moving on here um we got the indians and the cubs it's aaron civil against uh, john lester Wind doesn't look like it's going to be too much of a factor in this one i think um Aaron Seville is he's he's really interesting here. I don't think a lot of people will play him. Um and like he has a pretty high ISO against righties, but he has a really decent strikeout rate to both sides, and like Ian Hap's at twenty four percent, Bryant's at thirty five percent, Contreras is at twenty four and a half, Schwarber's at twenty eight, Baez at thirty five, Kipnis is at thirty six. Like, there are a lot of strikeouts in the Cubs lineup. So I do think, like, if you're playing large field tournaments, you get um, a little exposure here to CIVIL, um at 8,600. I think he has 30-plus point upside in this one. Wouldn't shock me if he has a monster game in this one either. Um, he's been very hit or miss. The strikeouts have been there. Um, the ERA kind of runs right up with the XFIP. So I like him for large field tournaments. Um as a, as a tournament flyer here, John Lester, like he's just, he's under k. He had a great game against Milwaukee last time out, showed some strikeout ability and strikeout upside, but that's his only game over 20 this season. Um, You know, for the most part here, I don't want to play Lester. I think like the Indians have struggled mightily against left-handed pitching this season. And like that, makes the appeal to lester a little bit more interesting but outside of the last game like he just hasn't struck out guys like even though like they're 26 in woba and they're third um they're 28th in wrc plus they still don't strike out a ton so that's my biggest concern with lester here contact team against a contact pitcher um a lot of fly balls Like, Ramirez hits a lot of fly balls. Santana, Luplo, um, these guys hit a lot of fly balls against left-handed pitching. So, Um, as far as, like, the Cleveland Bats go here, I wish Ramirez was a little bit cheaper. The guy that, like, I don't know. They don't really have. Luplo's 2,200. Like, if he cracks the lineup and bats like fourth or fifth here on the road against Leicester, um, I have, I have interest in Luplo at that price. I know he's not having a great season and like maybe last year against lefties was a fluke. But like, if we look back to the start of last year, this is a guy with a 366 ISO, um, against left handed pitching, um, 0.08, um, ISO, eighty ISO against um lefties this season. So it's been a completely different season for him against left handed pitching. Um but I, I do think he has some upside if he hits like fourth or fifth here at twenty two hundred on the road. Um you always worry about him getting like pinch hit four. I don't mind Perez is like a cheap catcher. Um you know he hasn't been hitting the ball great this season, but it's it's a contact spot. He's a big strikeout guy. When he does put the ball in play, he has some pop. Um, his average exit velocity on the season, 92, with his 41% K rate. So, um, As far as, like, the Cubbies' bats go, like, I think, like, if you want to take a shot on them, it's more of, like, a, a three- or five-man stack here with Hap, Rizzo, Schwarber. And if you want to go all the way, you know, you're potentially looking at, like, Bryant or Contreras or Hayward. um, They're not my favorite team today. Like, he gives up a lot of hard contact to lefties. So if you want to take a shot on like an Ian Happ one-off or like Rizzo one-off, that's where I would be. But they're so expensive, it's hard to, you know, play those guys as one-offs. Uh we got the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Los Angeles Angels nine total Caleb Smith against Dylan Bundy Bundy a 195 195 favor here. Um you know Caleb Smith will will start with him 5800 in this spot. um through 40 pitches in his first start back against Seattle um I just I need to see him pitch deep into the game like Only 40 pitches. I respect the talent. I respect the matchup. Um, As far as, like, the Angels go, they're a team that just doesn't strike out hardly against left-handed pitching. So, I think this is a spot you take the wait-and-see approach on Caleb Smith. Um, Dylan Bundy on the other side. This is a dude with a 29.3% K rate, a 3.69 XFIP on the season. You worry about Cole Calhoun, but the rest of this lineup has been very, very bad this year. so, I worry about Cole Calhoun. Talked about him yesterday, hit two home runs, um, you know, in his first game back in L.A., but overall, like, the Diamondbacks' offense is not very scary. They're 25th um, in Team Woba against right-handed pitching this season. They have a, The projected lineup has a 20% K rate against righties, which is kind of low, but, like, a 178 ISO. So, like, you're not looking – you're not looking at a team that's likely going to hit a bunch of home runs um, in this matchup against Dylan Bundy. So I really like Bundy here. I think he's very strong play. Um, as far as, like, the Arizona Bats go, Cole Calhoun would be the only guy that would have any kind of interest in the spot. Um, and it's really just, like, he's 3,800. He has home run upside. Um, on the Angels, you know, Trout. Has a big strikeout rate against lefties this season. I'm I'm definitely willing to look at like overall throughout his career stats more than just this season. So I like I like Trout, Rendon, um, Stassi. If Stassi cracks the lineup, the guy's been crushing left-handed pitching this season. He's very sneaky as a catcher play at 4100. I don't think a lot of people will play him in this spot. Um, and then we. Um, we finish it out here with the Giants and Mariners. We got Drew Smiley um, going up against Legion Newsom. This is you know the matchup that we were supposed to see on Tuesday. They moved this game to San Francisco because of the air quality of uh, Seattle. So we'll look at um, Drew Smiley here first. Like I like the matchup for Drew Smiley um, going up against the Mariners. I think that there's always upside in the matchup um, when facing this team. He's 7,100. My biggest concern was would be just how deep he's going to go. Um, 59 pitches in his first start back against the Padres last time out. Looked great. Eight strikeouts in that game. I think you could do a lot worse um, in this price range. I think that, like, if you get 80 pitches here, like, he has 20-plus point upside. So, I don't hate Drew Smiley as a tournament play. Um, again, it, it's more of, like, a large field tournament play more than anything because he could easily go 60 pitches and you're kind of screwed. So uh Jim Newsome is a guy that I don't really love here. Um, it's more of just like, I don't expect him to go like super deep in this game. Um, you know, through 21 pitches against San Francisco after coming back, I just don't think he'll go deep. Um, so I think 60 pitches max and he's cheap, but I don't think he's cheap enough to take a shot on here. So um, as far as Vasco as far as the giants, um, obviously Brandon belt is very much in play here. Um, he's just ridiculously cheap at 3,200. He's been cheap for, for weeks. Um, he's certainly someone you can look at in, in cash games. I think Dickerson's in play. Yaz is in play. If you want to pay up outside of that, I don't have a ton of interest in this team. Um, it's really it for me on the seattle side of things um you know dylan moore is a, a guy that has been like a staple for me lately um he's 4k batting and lead off here seattle will be the home team even though this game's playing in san francisco so um you still got to worry about like that but overall like it, it's really dylan moore Kyle Lewis is 5K. If he was cheaper, like he's been decent against left-handed pitching this season. So it's kind of it. Um, we'll play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. A guy under 6K or 8K to get six strikeouts. Um, I'm going to go all, almost all the way back to the beginning here and say Singer. I do think Smiley has the opportunity to do it as well um if he gets the the pitch count uh, over 8k to score under 15 my bust today see i like a lot of these guys um i'm gonna kind of just say wheeler because i know i'm not gonna play him i like a lot of those guys so i think a lot of those guys get there over 4k to hit a home run um luke voigt i love luke voigt today uh, like i said i think he's one of the best plays on the slate Um under 4k to get two hits. Um, you know what? Give me gimme mondacy at thirty nine hundred a stack to score six or more runs. Um there's a lot of stacks that I like today. Let's see, I gotta pinpoint it to one. Um and it's hard not to like the Braves. It's hard not to like the Braves. Um, give me the Yankees. Give me the Yankees. They're gonna they're gonna have another big game. So that's gonna wrap it up here for Wednesday. We'll be back Thursday um, with hopefully no internet issues and um, normal recording times, and it'd be up the night before. Um, so football podcast for the morning grind later today. Again, if you want us to answer any of the morning grind questions, the game, we're putting the game together. Um, We'll have that later in the podcast as well. So hit me up on Twitter if there's anything that you'd like um, to see in that. Hope everyone has an awesome Wednesday. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you again tomorrow.